from Boston, Massachusetts to Adelaide, Australia and everywhere in between. Talking local and national sports and just about anything discussed in a tavern. Broadcasting from South Lyon, Michigan. Welcome to Easy Speak at Speakeasy 330 with your hosts, Rich and Tom. We are back. A little bit of uh, a break. We had about a week and a half. Yeah, a little bit of a hiatus, a little bit. We just had uh, we had a lot of stuff going on. Uh, welcome back. Friday, yeah. not our typical Sunday because, uh, let's just face it, my uh, my weekends are pretty much fucked for the yeah. next couple weeks. You win baseball. Yeah, but, I'm sorry. But, but it is nice to uh, do a Friday show because if you, if you haven't noticed the table, um, there's copious amounts of alcohol oh, yeah. that is present on the table that will be consumed while we do this show. And, you know, and sometimes when we do shows, when we have special guests, and I, this mm-hmm. is a very special guest, we like to try to uh, incorporate um, things, even though this is really not, I wouldn't say it, and the gentleman will probably agree with me on this, <laughs> that Foster's is really not a good beer. <laughs> in the united states and it is nowhere near as good as it proclaims to be in the uh in the land down under but foster's <laughs> is fucking terrible <laughs> but we have but, it here today but but i'm I gonna, think it's, I'm it's gonna the, try to put it down later but it's uh, the only thing uh uh accessible to us uh yankees that we have yeah uh, in this country yeah so but so in my lifetime at one point in my life and my i'm 41 years old um my You're kids a young will, fella my kids will be grown a little bit i want to go i i've always seen this video on youtube oh boy. and i've always 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 wanted to go because here it comes it just looks like there's so much hospitality in this place <laughs> here it comes and it makes you feel like you're you're welcome okay so i see this on tv and i'm like i gotta go here so let Let's me play this video for you I mean, who the fuck doesn't want to hang out with this guy? Oh, is that a knife? Oh, the fire at the party, too. So when we do come visit... This is what I expect. Whenever I go visit, this. this is exactly what I <laughs> see. I mean, this guy right here is got to be the, the quintessential. He's American. He's the most Australian. He's the man. He's the man. Our guest is probably too young to know who this guy is. Come on. Come on. I'm like a liar, I'm like a liar, Adam. Oh, man, without, without, without further ado, uh, we are going to bring our special guest. Uh, some of you know him as uh, Nick Bauer. Some of you know him as Barstool Bauer. But... He's had several uh, handles on, on the old Twitter. <laughs> so without further ado, here's, here's our man right here. Hey! What's up, Nick? Hey, guys. How you going? Going good. What is good? Thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, Foster's definitely is a terrible beer. <laughs> <laughs> so what what beer is is the beer of choice? Oh, we have so many. Like we've got like the like a lot of shitty draft beers. Um 
I don't know. Yeah, there, there's pl- there's plenty of beers, but Foster's. I, I don't even consider Foster's Australian. <laughs> it's kind of like Budweiser here. Budweiser's bullshit yeah. here. We we don't drink it. So or it's Bud Light. Um, uh, yep, it's brewed in the U.S. with imported oh. ingredients. Yeah, there you go. Terrible. There you go. Terrible. I think Simpsons episode or something where they they had Foster's um, <laughs> yes. is Australia or something. But yeah, that that's uh, it's not Australian. <laughs> Well, for anybody out there that's wondering who our guest is, is Nick. uh, Him and I have followed each other for quite some time on Twitter. He is uh, a huge Detroit and Michigan fan all the way down under in Adelaide, Australia. So anybody out there that kind of wondered, well, why do these guys have Adelaide, Australia on their intro? Well, it's this guy. He's the reason why. And uh, Nick, we really appreciate you taking the time at 930 in the morning on a Saturday to be a part of our Friday night live show here in America. <laughs> so That's, cheers to Yes, cheers. Cheers. <laughs> he's hydrating. He's, yes, he's, he got, is. He's, got a, he's got a big football game later on today, this morning. So so Nick, tell us a little bit about your background. Um, uh, you know, you, you're playing in a, a football uh, match later on today. And uh, so tell everybody out there a little bit about you. Yeah, so uh, from Adelaide, obviously, which is um, uh, capital city of uh, South Australia, which is obviously the South of Australia. Um, yeah, been here most of my life. I, I moved to Melbourne, which I don't know if you're maybe more familiar with Melbourne. It's uh, one of the biggest cities in Australia. I moved there for about five years and then, um, yeah, made my way back to Adelaide during COVID and, and now I'm based here again. Um, yeah, play Australian football, which is uh, a totally different sport. Anything, it's it's not rugby, it's not soccer. It's um, I can try and explain it later if you like, but it's um, yeah, it's a, a totally different sport. And we got a call coming in. Yeah, totally different sport. Uh, to uh, to you guys know, but um, yeah, ladies, pretty much me. Cool. Now, what do you do uh, for for a job out there? Uh, I work in marketing for a uh, for a betting company, actually. So, um, yeah, it's like you guys have like obviously FanDuel and and those kind of um, bookies. So I work for one down here. Um, yeah, I've been there for maybe four or five years now. Oh, that's cool. So, what kind of like uh, what kind of marketing is it? Like, I'm just going out and kind of like promotional things or. Yeah, it sounds really bad, but it's it's just like getting people to bet more. Um, so uh, yeah, like just like customer marketing, like telling people what what promos. Would you rather Would you rather be a guy that goes out and snaps legs to collect money, or just have it paid up front? Uh, pay up front. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. So I, the, the the big question for me is is um, what made you decide to be a a terrible terrible detroit lions fan what is what's up with yeah, that well it didn't start it didn't start with the lions did it no and like i uh, i could have made a, a better choice probably with my life but um <laughs> we, it, we all make ones to regret <laughs> yeah um it's a really weird one like obviously um there's a lot of like u.s sports fans in australia but obviously none of us are from a city in America. So we kind of have to choose in different ways. And for me, it was like, I used to play NBA live 
99, like on PlayStation 1, and oh, some reason the, the Pistons, like the teal jerseys or something like that just stuck out to me and I decided like, that'll be my team. I was like, I was like nine years old. Um, of, of all jerseys you could choose. The teal. It, 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 uh, all teams, it, well, it's a teal jersey. That is the most hideous jersey I know. ever. <laughs> ever. Yeah. I'd rather wear a trash bag than wear one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that stuck out to me. I think I, I think they had like Joe Dumas was their best player, and like I don't know. I just I really like that um, the whole yeah Pistons thing, and then um, and then yeah a few years, maybe like four or five years later, I I didn't even know what American football was, what the NFL was, um, and pretty much the same thing. I got Madden like I don't know 02 or 03 or something like that, and I was actually like. I don't know. When I was deciding on a team, I was thinking about the 49ers. I have no idea why. And then I just, I was like, I'll just stay with the same city. Um, I'll, I'll stay with Detroit. And, um, and yeah, kind of the, I got into baseball and hockey a little bit more later and, and then Michigan football. So, um, yes. yeah, a bit of, <laughs> bit of a weird, bit of a weird uh, way to, to pick a team, but that's kind of how I got here. Okay. Well, I well, mean, that's, that's noble. I mean, at least you haven't been suffering nowhere near as long as we have been suffering as Lions fans. <laughs> no, uh, like I don't know if you know this now. We've been rebuilding for almost sixty some years now since the fifties. Since fifty seven, we've yeah. been re- re- rebuilding our team. So, <laughs> man, he must be getting a lot of booty calls or something. He just keep, he's he's beating him off with a stick right now. It's my girlfriend. She won't stop calling me. Oh, oh, um. Call it back later. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, that's right. You dumped that to the voicemail. You got that right. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel privileged. Yeah, uh, last 15 years, I guess I've been a, a Lions fan, and it's uh, we've made the playoffs three times, but it hasn't been uh, hasn't been the, the best star uh, fandom. Well, that's cool. Uh, so this past, did you watch the draft? Uh, I did. I watched the first day. Uh, of the draft and then uh, it was the weekend for the next few days but I've obviously looked at who we've picked and things like that okay cool so what is your uh what is your opinion what do you what do you think do you think they got somebody that um will help the team uh do you think that it's uh was the right pick yeah i, I think it was so like i thought we were going to go with a wide receiver which I didn't particularly want, even though our wide receiver depth is is pretty bad. Um, but I thought we might have gone with with one of those three sort of top receivers. And then as soon as the Bengals went with um, Chase, I thought, yeah, I I was kind of like I kind of hope we get so um, just just because I feel like they're kind of building that offensive line and it'll help Goff out. Like um, he doesn't have that many like receiving weapons so i don't know I, I think it was the right choice and and i've like they've kind of signed on a few offensive linemen now so hopefully they're building they've got um, a solid line yeah, they, just sound, they just re-signed frank rag now to a big deal so yeah. I mean, your your front your front's going to be good for at least probably till 20 25 and you have a you have Easy. a coach you have a coach that clearly wants to start from the trenches and and I, he He's biting kneecaps and, and he don't care. <laughs> he doesn't want turds. He wants no, none, of that. none. And and to me, that that was the pick needed. But like we Rich and I were talking um before. This tells me they believe in Jared Goff. 
What do you think about that? Yeah, I, like when it obviously I was sad to to have Stafford go, although I'm like happy for him because I think he's got a, a real chance to to win something with the Rams. But um, a lot of people were kind of shitting on Jared Goff, but I don't know. I, I think it's going to be nice to kind of have a change whether it's like he might not be amazing but i think it'd be nice just to have like a, a fairly safe kind of quarterback back there and hopefully the offensive line will help him out a bit um and yeah look it seems like they're building because the, ne- the next two picks were both defensive tackles um yeah. so i think they're kind of yeah they're building in the trenches which which like all the good teams do that um you know you don't want to draft wide receivers you can you can find anywhere so um yeah i like what I think they're, they're on the right track. It might still be a few more years. but um. Listen to this guy right here. You know what? Let me tell you something. For a guy <laughs> who's been a football fan for about, what, 15 years, you'll find out what, what the NFL, this man knows what he's talking about. He does. He's like, we're going to go in the trenches. Yep. We're going to get in there, and we're going to hold the line, and we're going to yep. win football games. Hey, I'm a, I'm a, I was like, uh, a couple of weeks ago, there's there's a guy in the – Detroit area, who is the beat writer for the newspaper, he was on the show, and he's like, "Well, if he's there, you, you know, you, he goes, I, I would, I would personally take a quarterback." And he, he was, he wanted he, Trey he Lance. was real big on Trey Lance. I'm like, "Well, yeah. if he's not there," and he's like, "Well, they got to go for Chase." And then his last pick was Sewell, and I was like, well, well, "I don't, I don't think he ever thought uh, Panay was going to be yeah, there." Yeah, we didn't think he was going. We thought no. for sure. We thought for sure after uh, Joe Burrow's uh, got sacked in 32 times mm. in how many mm-hmm. games? It like, had his leg almost decapitated. Yeah, yeah, I thought he was done, but but no, hey, this this guy right here knows how to yep. build a team right here. Hey, yep. the Lions need you. Yeah, you could be the uh, director uh, director of scouting, or you something. could be the marketing director of scouting. <laughs> like you look at the like, I know it's like trending towards being a passing league. Like you've got obviously the Chiefs and Aaron Rodgers and all that, but I feel like more than not, the teams that win have a really solid defense and a good run game. And, and that's all with the defensive and offensive line. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like that, that's the way to go. Tampa Tampa proved that this year. But speaking yeah. of Aaron Rodgers, did you hear the little tidbit that came out today uh, that Green Bay allegedly offered him $45 million a year for as long as he wants to play every year? Wow. We'll, we'll extend the contract for as long as you want, forty-five per. And no, he and he, he, turned, and, he <laughs> and he said, uh, he said, uh, I I already have that money, but I you don't know, need your money. But the, here's the thing with that is with with the whole Aaron Rodgers, I I get why he's pissed off. He's like, look, every year, like last year, they, they drafted, they they moved up and take Jordan Love. He's like, okay, so you drafted my replacement. You did nothing to help me. But you, he it, it, can't it, it, be surprised. That's what Green Bay does. That's how he got picked. He he got drafted in the midst of Favre in his prime. Yeah. And and he he can't be surprised by that. As Lions fans, I think we can all agree, let him cry. Oh, yeah. Let him cry and get him yeah. out of the north. <laughs> get him out. Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to shed a tear, although I do enjoy him uh, Tuesdays with Pat McAfee. Yes. That, that is, uh, do you ever get a chance to catch that? Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. And um, he also did um, – he did uh, – like Barstool Sports had a, a – um, like they were donating money to all the small businesses yep. got involved with that as well. So it kind of made me happy a bit less. But, um, 
I was, yeah. I was never a fan of Aaron Rodgers until he started going on the Pat McAfee, and it was like, this guy's actually pretty cool. He is. <laughs> you, you didn't like him because he was stomping mud holes in the Lions for the last couple of years. So, of course, you're yeah. not going to like the guy. But, I mean, when it comes down to it, the guy, he's, he's, a, he's a pretty noble guy when it comes to, you know, charity work and being involved. So, so you yeah. have – you've had me made several – journeys across the pond we'll say to mm -hmm. uh, to the detroit area um at one point you were even considered a season ticket holder with the lions uh which <laughs> which is uh pretty fucking awesome if you ask me uh so tell us a little about some of your journeys some of your favorite moments some restaurants or some some memorable uh stops that you might have had along the way i know you followed the lions did some road games here in arizona and mm -hmm. and other stops about that yeah so yeah, I was a, I was a season ticket holder in um, 2012. I obviously I couldn't make all the games, so I sold the ones I couldn't go to. But I think it just worked out cheaper to to just buy season tickets and um and uh, I think that was the 2012 season. And we started okay, and then every game <laughs> when I went across, we lost every single game that I went to. So, um, <laughs> not ideal, but yeah, I've been I've been across to uh, America. 2011 2012 2013 and then 2018 i think was the last time i went um obviously there to travel and, and experience a bunch of new places but partly um based my trip around following lions games um yeah went to i've been to arizona twice to see the lions play there just just worked out that they were playing there the last time i went was really cool i um i tweeted the the Lions uh, account just to just to say that I was there from Australia and they reached out and got me like sideline passes before the game to go on the field. So that was really nice of them and, and really cool. Yeah, um, you're like VIP. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I just got got lucky that they they saw my tweet that I was there and and obviously like I guess appreciated that I came all the way from Australia to watch them. Um and we won which which was nice. Um but yeah, I, I think my record at Lions games is something like two wins and ten losses or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're you're a you're a Honolulu blue and blue is a silver oh for God. sure. That's a Kool Aid drinker right there. <laughs> yeah, um, you, you're, still, need, you're still you're still tuning in. Sorry. So I was a season ticket holder at one time. Table for one over here. Exactly. Go ahead. Yeah. So I was a season ticket holder. Um, and I just I couldn't I couldn't take it anymore. I had them for I want to say four years. A buddy and I had them, and w the losing sucked. Like going to Eastern Market was cool and everything like that, but you know by the time you know you get there at seven eight o'clock in the morning, shit faced by noon, <laughs> you walk you walk down uh, you know to the stadium, and then by halftime you're like, all right, I'm starting to get a hangover, so I get a headache, and they're getting their Gotta asses kicked. And this guy that's sat next to me now, mind you, I'm, I weigh, well, at the time I was probably like 200 pounds. The guy sitting next to me was probably about 325 and he was eating hamburgers like this one <laughs> and, and his girlfriend wasn't tiny either. And I'm like, he's, he's got to go. So was his leg like lopping over top of Dude, yours? Was, I mean, I sat, I was like this. Watch this game. I Dr could see drunk. I they're losing, and you got a big dude next to you oh, smashing I, you. I, I'm yeah. like this in the seat. I'm like, 
I'd get rid of my season tickets too. So, so, so here's what's funny. So you, you said you, your girlfriend's been calling you. Take her to a game. Know who's sitting next to you. And if you get a big guy sitting next to you, put her on there. You side. let them sit on that side, <laughs> and you just, and you just sit back. Like so, the so preseason, I went to a game, and that guy was sitting there. I was like, all right, well, next time I go to the game, I know what seat I ain't sitting in. I'm gonna sit in the one next, and I'm not gonna get squished. But so, being that you've been over here several times, what what would you say outside of Detroit? We won't count Detroit. Maybe we'll. You can't say Vegas either. We'll 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 ask that next. But <laughs> what's your favorite uh, place that you have been outside of Detroit? Um, probably New Orleans. Um, it's it's like I don't know. It's it feels like a different country to the rest of America. It's a crazy place. Like. Um, obviously you got Bourbon Street and, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just did good food, um, drinking and yeah, all of that. It's, it's one of my favorite places. Um, also I said, if I could live anywhere of the places I've been, I'd probably say Phoenix. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just like obviously nice weather all the time and, um, yeah, a lot to do there. So well, yeah. You went in the winter time though, right? You know, the yeah. snowbirds it- there. Yeah, every time I've gone across, it's been in November, December, obviously, to watch NFL. So I need to get over there in the in the summer one time because don't go to Phoenix in the summer. Ooh. Oh yeah, they, they say it's a dry heat. It's like well, it doesn't well, matter. It's like well, a come on, hold on now. We're talking to a guy that lives in Australia. What does it get <laughs> ten like regularly? Yeah, uh, <clears throat> yeah. Adelaide weather is very similar to Phoenix. It's very dry heat and um. Can get- yeah, one. I, I don't know what Fahrenheit. I think it's about 110 or so. I, re- uh, I, I can recall several tweets where you were taking pictures of your uh, uh, temperature in your car, and oh, like, yeah. oh, this sucks. And then I would take a t- picture of the temperature <laughs> of my car and be like, "Yeah, you know what? I'll trade you right now." It'd be like negative 10, and you're 110. I'll, 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 I'll take Fuck that. that. I'll take that. Yeah. Right, so so I, now I got a I got a, a like a culture question to ask you. Honest answer. Do you like Vegemite? <laughs> I yeah, I I love it. I'm actually hold on. I've got oh. some right. Got some you, oh geez, there it is. Ready for breakfast uh, before the game. Um, is it? Yeah, it's the, eat. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. It's just very salty. Um, it's like it goes really well with on toast with like melted butter, um, but. Every time Americans try it, if I see them on like a TV show or something trying it, they seem to just get a spoonful and, and eat it just by itself. And that's like disgusting. So um, <laughs> have you guys ever had it? I've had it. Uh, no, I've had it. No, my, uh, my coworker that uh, brought some back to Austra- from Australia for me. Cause I said, Hey, bring me some Vegemite. He brought that. I took, I had it on a cracker. Yeah. And I, I took a bite of that cracker and I said, no, yeah. I told myself I'd rather go out in the yard and eat dog shit than have that. <laughs> it was, dude, it was terrible. Hey, it can't be hey, that bad. Hey, hey, you know what? Kudos to you. I, I will say kudos to you for eating it. I, I on um. He just smiled and gave me a Was it your ringtone? Is that why you were thinking <laughs> someone's calling you? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, so, oh, so some of the, um, 
do you do you follow a lot of the American music or who's some of the uh, artists that you like to follow that 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 might be over in uh, over here? Um, as an Australian artist or just no, any... do you do you do you follow like American music or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, like probably an another reason I I guess chose Detroit would be Eminem back in the day. Like that was um he was like gigantic, obviously, and I was already kind of choosing to and that just helped me um along the way but I, I like everything i like rap music like i don't know any any music really so are you a big fan of the group called um <laughs> Jesus. men at work Men <laughs> <laughs> at work i'm pretty sure they're like scottish or something like that i don't really know why no no, no they're from melbourne i looked it up before we got on the phone with you Oh, there you go. I thought Nick, Nick, how old are you? How old are you? Twenty nine. You're you're twenty nine. Oh Jesus Christ! I got yeah. underwear older so, than you. So that that's <laughs> way before his time. That's way. Oh, yeah. I heard the song obviously, but I don't know much about it. Mean, next time we do a podcast, you're gonna have your mother on because then her and I could be able to talk about music <laughs> that I like. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, man. So so do you? Is there like a big following? What would the uh, the the most popular American sport? be over in australia in australia it'd be the nba um yeah. It, yeah i don't i don't know what the reasoning behind it is i think maybe the the time of the games it's not like nfl's on it at 4 a.m like obviously the, the night games are on at a better time for us but i think nba all the games are on it between sort of 10 a.m and 2 p.m um yeah I don't, I don't really know what the reasoning behind it is i think people like following like the players a lot more as well like there's more of a global reach. Well, i think i think there's more of a global reach with, yeah there's with more basketball. there's more people from around the world that play so usually yeah. usually when uh the lines are kicking off where are you in bed uh, sleeping probably no i i don't nope. watch them <laughs> what um, at one o'clock kickoff here what time are you watching the game there so the first, um, the first like four or five weeks are the hardest because it's on at like two thirty a.m., which is just the absolute worst on on a Monday morning. Mm. Um, so, and and then once daylight savings begins here, then it's like three thirty, and then when it ends in America, because they're at different times, um, but eventually it gets to about four thirty kickoffs for for one p.m. You guys, and, and, yeah. and are there are there. Obviously, there's there's no drinking going on in the middle of the night. But are there any like establishments that that have like over here? We have a lot of like the Browns. I, I'm a fan of the Browns because of my dad. Um, there's a huge uh, fan base called the Browns Backers. So a lot of a lot of the bars will will host fan clubs to come and you know watch the games and whatnot. Do they have things like that over there? Not not really for NFL, just purely because of the. Um, I guess like, and it's even harder because it's a Monday morning. Most people right. who I watch before I start work. Um, but uh, for yeah, I've seen for like NBA. I've seen a few pubs um, that might you know have have like. Uh, I think I saw one that was like a seventy sixes pub, and when they win, everyone got like you know a drink or something like that. But yeah, there's not really like um, specific team places or anything like that. Hmm. Cool. Yeah, that's good. So you were telling us earlier before the show that um, Australia is pretty much on lockdown. Um, 
they're they take it pretty serious. And uh, you know, one of the things we talked about was, would you ever come back to America? And and you you obviously said you wanted to, but you didn't think that they would let you back into the country. Talk about that a little bit. It can be, it's not probably because of COVID. It's, you probably got some law issues going on, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah, the COVID, so we've been pretty lucky here. Apart from Melbourne, um, we really haven't had that many cases of COVID here. I think probably because we're an isolated sort of island. We've, like, we once the, the pandemic kind of began, we shut up, like, the country to shut their borders to, to everyone. Um, and then anyone, any Australian coming back into Australia would have to isolate in a hotel for 14 days. Um, so yeah, there, there was an outbreak in, in Melbourne, but um, apart from that, the whole country has really been life as normal. Like we, we don't really wear masks apart from on, on flights. Um, and uh yeah the the we're kind of just been life as normal but um if yeah the only reason you can travel overseas is for for business um and if you do you've got to isolate for 14 days i think it's at your own cost um at these medi hotels that they have so um yeah and and it sounds like we've just opened our border to new zealand um and that like so you can go back and forth with New Zealand at the moment, but yeah, it sounds like at least, I, I don't know whether it's until everyone gets vaccinated or they're gonna wait even longer, but it sounds like it's gonna be a few more years until we're allowed to travel internationally at all, really. Um, so- now, what what about like people coming into Australia? Are they, is it complete, is it still shut down right now? It's really weird. Like, I, I think if it's like, like we've had, um, we've had sports teams come in like um i think there was like the indian cricket team came in a while ago and, and they're obviously allowed to to send be here back. turn the plane around send it back <laughs> yeah pretty much what it's like um even like australian residents that are overseas are having a hard time like getting back in um i know there's like a i think india just had a they're, they're in the middle of like a really bad outbreak and there's a lot of australians stuck there and they're not they're just like not letting them back into the country. it's um it's brutal but it, at the same time like it allows us to live to normal just, yeah live normal like you wouldn't even know that <laughs> we in adelaide we haven't had a community transition in uh, like in months i think wow that's awesome that's good well i mean mm. that just shows you that you know sometimes you got to shut down and, and over here it's it's a complete shit show. It's it's yeah. It's pretty political and it yeah. They everybody has made it into a uh, political. They politicized it and made it seem like it was certain groups against other groups. Um, you know, you are familiar with the uh, the annoying orange that we had as president. <laughs> um, you know, they you know, it, I mean, it's a sad state of affairs because what they did is they they didn't do the right thing from the get go mm-hmm. and we're just we're suffering from it still businesses are still only open at about 50 percent capacity so i mean bit, small businesses are just getting hit there's no relief whatsoever the, the government's saying you got to you can't serve people you can't do this you can't do that or your capacity is only at uh you know for a while it's 25 percent. so then here's the thing so here's what's funny you'll probably laugh at this they told people that they there was no indoor dining at, at restaurants so what people were doing, these companies, they were taking 
and getting these gigantic tents and put making them like uh, like a, like a graduation from high school tent <laughs> and they were and they were and they were serving people and, and that was, was like full capacity and that was at full capacity yeah. Yeah. it's like you made people the people that own tents they made a, oh, a shit the igloos, ton of money the igloos ran out oh yeah we had like igloos you name it so yeah it's it's been uh, definitely a wild ride for us that's that's for damn sure so if you're wondering where we broadcast from this is actually uh, my garage that we decided through quarantine since we couldn't go to the bar we're gonna build a bar so we we <laughs> built a bar we got three tvs and a bunch of pictures on the wall and we've you got can... jerseys hanging up everywhere we have people that come on the show that donate something to hang up so it's pretty cool so we've made the best of quarantine over here yeah, um yeah we're we've been uh we have not been uh too shy when it comes to uh having enough uh partying to go <laughs> on so <laughs> um, it looked really cool i thought it was a, a studio or something like that um yeah got a good job we call it the speakeasy 330 that's my address but uh so that's we kind of incorporated into the show um but both rich and i are fully vaccinated and um our uh, better halves are as well um well minus the one minus one <laughs> his better ass three out of four uh and it's kind of rolled out it's ever it's available for anybody 16 and over and right now i think the last numbers i heard was 38 percent of yeah. adults are fully vaccinated what's it like out over there with the vaccinations are, are people for it or against it yeah it's probably it's probably similar to america you're gonna have the the anti-vaxxers and and yeah for like I, i'm not too concerned with it because at, at the moment we don't really need it in australia but um obviously if we want to start traveling overseas and um and things like that and and go back to to normal we'll have to get it eventually and, I, and i'll get it i don't <clears throat> i don't have an issue with it but um yeah i think we'll be we, we've got like people are getting vaccinated here but i think we'll be the last country to to have everyone kind of fully vaccinated we just don't we don't really need it at the moment um so yeah well before we let you go which again we really appreciate you taking oh, the time this sure. morning and or i should say your morning our our evening uh, <laughs> i gotta tell you i was so excited this today i was at work you know working i, I don't i work from home so i, I didn't really go anywhere um Makes it was sense. cool like like you and i have been twitter friends for years and years and 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 never never spoke outside of uh comments and i was really excited to actually get to i mean even though we're not you know here in the same room but we're actually speaking to one another so that was really cool uh so we do appreciate you taking the time out of your morning to to be a part of the show um but with that being said of all the uh <laughs> shitty teams we're dealing with here in detroit who do you think is more primed to be the next one to possibly win a championship <laughs> he's shaking his head he's gonna say dcfc <laughs> City, uh, football well, club didn't they just win yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's so tough like, i don't know uh, since i've been a fan at least like there was a period where like the tigers and the red wings are really good but now like every team's terrible i don't know um maybe I don't know, maybe the Red Wings, if they, like, I, I haven't followed them that much the last few years, but I feel like hockey, you can, you can turn it around probably quick enough. Um, maybe, maybe the Lions, but, um, oh boy. Yeah. I, I, I think, I think Rich and I are in agreement. We, we like what the Pistons are doing. 
Oh they're, yeah, Weaver's been doing a good job. They've they're building, you know, from draft picks. They've got a lot of young talent, and they're fun to watch. They don't win many games, but they're fun to watch. And they got rid of that boat anchor called Blake Griffin. <laughs> oh my God! But yeah. I, as as hard as it, it pains me to admit, I, I'm with you. I think the Lions are. Uh, I believe in this new regime, and I believe in Dan Campbell and and. Uh, the front office and oh Sheila has done everything that I think every Detroit sports fan has is asked of her. Uh, so my pick would be the Lions for sure. Now let's let's go back and look at previous episodes where this guy right here was absolutely just bagging on Sheila. Now, <laughs> now he loves her. Hey, hey, you know what I? She's put the right pieces together. I think the and, I, I think the Red Wings will turn it around. I think to win a championship, I think the Red Wings will probably do it before. I, yeah, I think the, the matter how good they might get, they just they they're cursed. They're never they're never gonna, they're never gonna win it. Um, <laughs> the Pistons. I don't know the NBA. You kind of you kind of just need to sign like a a big free agent. It's not really like you can you can draft players, but you can have the on super team yeah that yeah. there's too much collusion in, in basketball. Yeah, sure. yeah well nick yeah. again we thank you very much uh we didn't get into the uh, uh australian rules football but we'll save that for the next time you're on we hope you'll uh come on again oh, with, yeah, with sure. us and uh be a part of it and we really appreciate you yeah nick thanks for coming on we really appreciate you taking your time out of the morning to uh to join us no worries guys thanks for having me on and uh yeah we'll definitely do it again Hey, get out there and win me a fucking yeah. football game today, okay? Bite, bite some kneecaps. Get, get, out there, get out there and bust some skulls, man. <laughs> All right, we'll All take right, it Nick, easy, you man. Buddy. Take care. I was, that was fucking fun. Yeah, as well, that, that's been a long time coming. I, yeah. Like I said, him and I have been Twitter fans, and you know, I, everybody that knows me, I always talk about my, my Australian Twitter buddy and, and to actually, uh, you know, yeah, no, hear his voice and, and and interact and talk about some Detroit sports. No, that's this cool. Was, this shit. was pretty cool. Oh, no, that's this cool. Was really shit. cool. Yeah. No, I uh, I just I mean I'm glad he took the time to to you know come on and talk to us. He's yeah. We were we were trying to work out a, a good schedule. We were supposed to go on with him. What was it? Sunday last week. Yeah, last Sunday nine a.m. last week. Yeah, but and then you had a tournament at the last minute. The baseball and, tournament. It, those goddamn tournaments. I tell you. Well. But yeah, I we, tell you, we we arranged it so he could be here, and like I said, we uh, it's Friday night here, uh, it's Saturday morning there, and, yeah. and he's getting ready to uh, lace him up and go play some football, and uh, that's pretty cool. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, that was a good good time, good time. We thank him for joining us. Yeah. So uh, just real quick before I guess we you know get off and you know re- recap this uh, for the evening, but um, a lot has been going on in the NHL lately. My uh, my buddy, old uh, Mr. T. Wilson, <laughs> he goes in there and uh, uh, takes out uh, the bread man for the year, which, I mean, granted, it was only two games. Only got a f- uh, $5,000 fine. No no, uh, no suspension like that. People which are, something tells me that's going to change here no. in the next collective bargain agreement. No, I'm going to tell you right now. Tom Wilson is a he believe me he's a dirty player. I mean we'll call a spade a spade. He's a dirty player. Oh sure. If you go back and watch, he didn't cross check the guy in the head because his stick wasn't even in that in that hand. So let's just take that out of the equation. He, well, he, he threw him around like a. Panarin 
jumped on his back and you know what i'll tell you you jump on somebody's back and they're gonna they're gonna whip you around i mean it, they are they're gonna whip you around first off everyone knows tom wilson is probably the biggest goon in the nhl tom wilson formerly of the plymouth whalers right um shout go, out to sean Belegian. go whalers he's a big fan oh um, yeah so if you choose to jump on the back of the biggest goon in the NHL, what do you think's going to happen when when you probably have when Wilson has what six inches on him oh, and, and probably f- damn near fifty pounds? Yeah, um, he did what he's supposed to do. He tossed that little rag doll around the ice, and, and and unfortunately he got hurt. But don't don't. You know, poke the bear if you don't want to get hurt. Well, you, bottom line. So that happened. The Rangers came out the the up the management, not the owners, but the management come and, out and said they they were very disappointed in, in got, the way they got fired. And they got fucking fired. They got they got fi- oh they got fired. They got fucking fired. And they got fined up the ass. Two hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollars. They got fined. Yep. I, you know what? I you mean, know. I you know what? I'm gonna tell you right now. It uh, for me, it's just it's. Um, it's not the same hockey that I'm used to. No. Um, well, back in the day, you had your goon line. You had your grind line, we'll call it. Uh, what I mean, no. an enforcer's enforcer. That's, yeah. It is what it is. And that's, I mean, everybody knows that's Tom Wilson's game. And then so they follow up because they had to play each other again. Because the, the very way, next day. The way that the schedule is, they had over 100 penalty minutes in the first period. <laughs> As soon as they dropped the puck, it it was down. But then I don't think you, I don't think the, the, the clank of the puck hitting the ice resonated through the stadium before everybody had their gloves off. Did you happen to notice um, nobody wanted to queue up with Chara? I mean, would you? Uh, No, no, they were uh, avoiding him like the plague. Oh yeah. (laughs) But but here, and here's the thing that people have to realize. If you look, if you look at, how the Washington Capitals are built as a team. They are a big, yeah. physical team. And then look at who, you know, we got in that trade, Verona. Verona. Who uh, some might. I think we won that trade. Some might say right now, is he not the most popular Detroit sports figure in the city? Um, but uh, you get a player like him that they kind of just threw in. Yeah. I mean, that tells you where where Washington's at right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, before we get any further, uh, <laughs> shout out to the Giant who chimed in, said uh, nothing better to do in Australia than watch all these shit teams. Um, uh, yeah, that's uh, that was a good question. And then Pops chimes in that, yeah, Dad, he is an Australian baseball fan. He does watch. He tweets from the from the stadium. I don't think the uh, the talent is, is very good. But, no. Um, um, just wanted to get that in there but uh yeah i mean it's i I, watching some of the shows this week but after that happened people are bitching that it was only a five thousand dollar fine and well that's you know that's that's the nhl and that's i think that's the max that that was the max yeah and you know and everybody's calling for listen here uh when you got the um wolf in in charge of the hen house Mm -hmm. dude george George paros was a enforcer and a goon yeah what do you expect you know? right absolutely but uh yeah so it's, it, it'll it, be interesting it, to see it, how it the was next funny i know bars barstool had a uh like a freeze frame 
of the penalty box of the Capitals. Yeah. And there was like eight guys in it. And Wilson was standing up, like yeah. just had a big at shit eating grin on his face. Like, yeah, who you ain't nobody going to fuck with me. Hey, but you know what though? I, I give Brendan Smith a lot of credit for going after him. So whatever. Well, you do what you do for your team and, and yeah. you know, you're going to get some backup. Oh yeah, for sure. But, um, uh, the Tigers continue to suck. Oh. They, uh, they have to fire Al Avila. They, I mean, they have to. Or Al Avila. Al, Al Avila. Avila. And his son is Al Avila. Yeah. Um, here's my biggest problem with the Tigers. It's their owner. He could give two shits about the Tigers. Dick, their, pay, Chris, their payroll is dick squat. Chris Illich uh, hates baseball as much as people want to say he loves it. Uh, he never got an opportunity. I, th- I think when he was younger, he was hoping to to make it big and he never got his opportunity. And he's always had a, uh, an animosity towards baseball. And when the, the rains got in his hands, he has done absolutely nothing with it, but run this team into the ground. And, and unfortunately I think they have a good coach. Oh yeah. They have have, a good coach, but they haven't surrounded with anybody. No. And, and, and you got, you got players that are in the the minors right now. Why is Riley green in Erie? Explain that to me. Why, Why is, is Spencer Torkelson in Western Mich- uh, West Michigan? See, I'm not, and, and that kind of was part of one of the points I had on him. I'll get to that in a second. Um, Isak Paredes, he's tearing it up in Toledo. Why is he not here? Why didn't he make this team? Because they got out of Lakeland. Good That's why. Oh, it's bullshit. Uh, and back to Torkelson, his debut as a professional, he goes 0 for 3 with three strikeouts. And West Michigan has 16 strikeouts as a team. Hey, listen, listen. I don't consider West Michigan a professional. Um, well, they were they were saying his professional no, debut. It's not. Does that worry you? No. That, that he got one hit in spring training? Nope. And now he comes in to his first game and he goes over three. He got a hit the next day, but. Nope, he's a kid. <sighs> nope. So you just. It's a huge. It's you're you're, you're going to be patient with him. I'm going to be very patient with him. There's only so many baseball players that can make that transition immediately out of high school or immediately out of college so what's and the, become successful. What's the time frame we're looking at before you're going to see? Uh, two years. Two, it's, two years. And what about Green? I mean, Green's ready to go now. But why I don't is he know in what, Erie? That, I mean, that makes no sense to me. I have no idea. I, to me, my guess is they don't want to bring him up because once you bring him up, their contract basically starts. Yeah, and it, realistically, their control. What, what, what needs to happen is baseball needs to get rid of all that shit. Yeah, the it's the, to, the it, options it's and to, all that. It yeah. is, oh no! So you can have player control over. You can realistically draft a kid when he's eighteen years old and, and yeah. own him until he's about thirty. Yeah, absolutely. It is absolute bullshit, yep. and they manipulate it. Sure, they they manipulate that for their own for their own good. And mm-hmm. and they really all the, they're not doing any of these players any no they're doing because, them a disservice. Let's because, just say that. You know, you take take a player like Riley Green who's MLB ready and and I think we both agree on that. Oh yeah. You you take you you take a player that might get drafted by the Tigers. They're going to look at it and say do I really want to go play in this organization that pretty much like slow balls these these players in the minor leagues and then 
or do I go back into college? And and I think they're going to run into that situation to where they might draft some kids and be like, nah, I'm going to go back to school. Yeah. Well, and that, and a lot, well, and if you sit back and you look at it a little bit, uh, you know, you look at the broader spectrum outside of the NFL, because NFL doesn't have a minor league team or anything like that. The Pistons don't have a, but no. they're going to have a G league coming up. But here. Yeah, they, but, but, we're not, the, uh, but we're not even talking about right. that. But if you look at the two sports, baseball and hockey, when it comes to Detroit draft, yeah, it's they're very far and far that they'll take somebody out of the draft and, and put them and right insert them right in the line. And what's the common thread here? Illich, Chris Illich. Illich is. It, it, yeah, yeah, it's it's you know, it's it's one of those things that I don't know if if uh Dan Gilbert gets in the mix or uh my favorite Matt Ishbia gets into the mix in uh getting one involved with one of the sports franchises which the, the, which has rumored to be, you know, possibly in the works, but are we looking at a situation where with the Lions for many years with the Ford family that just kind of sat on a lot of bullshit, and now we're doing that with the Illiches? Probably. I mean, it's not far fetched. It it and I and I think that that spells doom for for Detroit sports fans. I mean, we look around here in the Speakeasy. There's there's memories. There's Detroit memories. Red Wings everywhere. And 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 Tigers and and man, we we reminisce on them all the time. And <laughs> it's tough. Mm-hmm. And you know, our guest today, Nick, who who he's a he's a he's newer, on the other side of the world he's a newer fan and and he's experiencing it and, yeah. and god bless him for hanging on uh but it, it's tough times being detroit sports fans and and really the only thing the only bright light we have is is michigan basketball because michigan football what is what's going on in ann arbor yeah. they lost they lost the defensive back coach although he goes to buffalo but you got players transferring and and I'm sure we'll have another show with the giant here kind of discussing that about what the hell's going on, but that'll be for another day. But it's dark times in, in, in Detroit sports. And, and I don't see a light at the end of the tunnel anytime soon. No, hopefully I'm, I'm saying it's probably going to be about three years. Yeah, before that, we get that's something. probably it. But before we get out of here, um, a sure ballot, first ballot Hall of Famer got cut yesterday. Yeah, he got DFA'd, and, yeah. And um, what do you think about that? Um, well, I'll tell you right now, his production level was just uh, like a smidge under the Mendoza line. Yep. And they had no problem DFA'ing him. Yeah. But then we got a guy Oof. who is betting 098. I guess he got a home run tonight. Who gives a yeah. fuck? <laughs> So we're talking about Albert Pujols, yeah, who's, Albert Pujols, who has uh, – He's just a good human. He's oh, oh, 100%. Um, he was clean. He played the game the right way. He never was accused of, of doing steroids. He was nope. always a, a great teammate, and uh, he accepted a, a, a release from the Angels. And um, So I guess the, the big question is, is there going to be te- a team out there that's going to take a chance on no. bringing him out, or have we seen the last of I think of that's Albert the last Pujols? we've seen of him. Well, you know what? He was because you know what? I, I, you know what? He is at that point in his in his career where he's done it. Yeah, he's yeah. He, he's, so it, it's kind of one of those things. Like, hey, you know what, dude? You had a fucking great career. Yeah. 
he was always he's a he was a feared hitter. Mm-hmm. He is going to be a first ballot sure, Hall of Famer. Absolutely. Um, but not only that though, I mean, but just he is the kind of baseball player that you want your kids to emulate. Oh yeah. You know, you I want my kid to be like I want to be like Albert Pujols. Yeah, yep. I want you to be a, a an upstanding citizen. I want you to be. Um, I want you to be a community leader. Mm-hmm. I want you to be a clubhouse leader. I want you to just leader on he, and off the he, field. He is that guy. Yeah, he was. Uh, you know, one of those things that you'll look back when he's retired and uh, be like, "Man, he was fun to watch." He's just just a good guy, and yep. uh, glad we got to be uh, witness him. Uh, Even though yeah. two thousand, yeah, we won't go there. But um, about that. but anyways, but yeah. So I, you know, I wish him well. Yeah. You know, I I don't think I don't see him accepting the assignment down to. A, a triple a no, i think he'll just no. end up no hey, he's gonna he, I, I see him ended up back in st louis some part of the organization somehow some way whether it be a hitting coach or you know scouting or, he'll stay or, involved yeah, yeah. He, he's a baseball guy and it, but fun fact though uh on this day i can't remember exactly how many years ago but on this day big sexy hit his first home run at petco in san diego you don't know who big sexy is Enlighten me. Bartolo Colon. Oh, oh, uh, pops. Uh, oh my God. Pops was a big fan of a uh, big. Yeah, sexy. he was. Uh, he was. He, he was, was on. The he spider. was a Cleveland Indian for. Uh, he was a spider. Yeah, spider or municipals. They Municipal. Municipal. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, he was. Uh, he was a. Um, a Cleveland uh, tribe yeah. member for many years. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow, yeah. that was a very uh, obscure fact there, Rich. Well, I know. Yeah, you're you're full of them. So, yeah. so anyway, so on that note, yep, um, I got a pee. So uh, we're gonna <laughs> we're, we're gonna end this thing. And uh, hey everybody, a little too much information. <laughs> we'll uh, hopefully we don't go another week and a half for another show. And uh, but again, we want to thank Nick for being a part of it from Australia, and uh, hope to get him back on again soon. And uh, other than that, we'll see you guys later. All right, peace out. Thank you for listening to another episode of Easy Speak at Speak Easy 330. You can catch us every week at ilogicmedia.com.